Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy host, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. And guys, we're picking up where we left off the other day, talking about real estate partnerships. And this is what I would call listener-demanded information. A lot of you guys, uh, when we get questions, comments, and suggestions, you will oftentimes um, basically ask for the same thing. A lot of information on, uh, you know, obviously getting your business started, getting a lead generation. And the other one we constantly are seeing, though less this year than last year, is we're seeing a lot of you ask questions about working with your spouse. A lot of you are asking questions about forming a team, taking a partner. It's called different things in different parts of the country, in different brokerages. But the reality of it is, is anytime you're adding somebody to your business, um, these are really important points that you guys need to be taking to heart. Julie and I, on the last show that we did, this is part two, we're going to finish uh, this topic today on part one. We gave you a lot of books to read <laughs> and a lot of books to read. So go back and read those. Go back and consider it. Like I remember profits aren't uh, the only thing. They're the, or, I'm sorry, profits aren't everything. They're the only thing was one. Of course, our book, The Real Estate Treasure Map, which we give you for free, and you get that book for free along with six other books for simply requesting that you speak with one of our new member coaches. Just by simply filling out the form that's on your desktop, you could scroll down there, name, email, phone number, or uh, just by going to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and coaching calls is plural, free coaching calls for agents. You get those books emailed to you. Uh, the other book, and by the way, one of the, so we, we give you six books. Remember, I just said that uh, the uh, Real Estate Treasure Map is your 2017 fill-in-the-blank business plan. And the other one, which is really awesome, is Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. So get both of those. Those should be part of everyone's you know, minimum standard library. Um, and we also came across another book that we like. We came across this one last year that we've been sharing with our private clients that you guys should also consider getting, which is called Fanatical Prospecting. And the author, Jeb Blunt, is going to be on our radio show, I believe, early next month. So tune in. Uh, definitely read up, educate yourself, be okay, and this is kind of the reason I think a lot of you guys are attracted to Julie and I, be okay with the oftentimes contrarian advice you're getting from us because what we're going to do is we're always going to treat every single one of you like entrepreneurs, like business owners, because you are, whether you know it or not, who happen to be in the real estate business. So we're going to give you straight, practical, tactical advice that's going to put you in a position to help others and make money. There's not going to be a lot of rah-rah. We're not going to, you know, we want to motivate you, but we're not going to lie to you. In other words, we're not just basically going to, you know, as Julie says, pretty kitty you. Oh, you're such a good, good realtor, pretty kitty, well, you know, it, because that is really, honestly, that's dishonest. And that's when most of the uh, real estate education speakers and you know, conventions are all about, they're about making you feel good, but they're not about actually giving you any practical, tactical advice. And oftentimes the things that they're telling you to do are what you want to hear. In other words, they're just telling you that you don't have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's what most everything that's being sold and told to you guys is all about. In other words, it's feeding your desire for the pretty shiny object, easy button, complacency mindset, where we're the exact opposite. Yeah, I know we're not for everybody. We're for the agents who actually are serious about building a successful long-term real estate practice that has cash flow, not cash spurts, and uh, frankly, 
people that are willing to do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level, or at least the very thought of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level doesn't make you uh, feel nauseous. So if you're, you know, we have 150, 160 regular listeners, thousand rather, you know, 150, 160,000 regular listeners. And I know a lot of you guys get it because we read your feedback. If you ever need us for anything, we will always read, oftentimes, like 99% of the time, respond to your emails. Email me directly, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Um, yeah, and anytime we can ever do anything for you. And if you have any show suggestions, any topics, any folks we should interview, uh, anything like that, please let us know. Uh, this show is frankly all about you guys. I know a lot of you guys are listening to us while you're exercising, while you're walking, while you're driving from work. Some of you guys are listening to us because we get your emails while you're at your normal you know, J-O-B trying to basically uh, plot your escape plan to become full-time real estate. Wherever you are in the world, you know, it's fantastic. And whatever you're doing, it's fantastic. Just remember, keep it real, guys. Focus on what matters most every day. And hit, look, it's going to take longer than you think. It's going to require more effort than you think. Um, and uh, we'll walk the path with you every step of the way. That's really what we do for a living. So, Julie, do you have any emails to read or anything else you'd like to share? I do. I have a quick email from uh, Patrina Ford in Ormond Beach, Florida. So anybody with referrals going that direction, Patrina is the right place to send them. And she writes, I simply had to drop you a line to tell you that I'm a huge fan and an avid listener to your podcast. I'm very much looking forward to signing up for your coaching program in the near future. More importantly, I wanted you to know, Tim, that I loved your answer to the question about exclusivity for coaching clients in the same market. No two people are the same, and they certainly aren't going to apply your principles and techniques in the same way. So, well done. I hope that there are competing coaching clients in my area so I can see just how well I measure up. I thought that was a great attitude. And finally, and most importantly, thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate all the information and guidance that you give. You're both truly a blessing to all agents. And knowing what I've received from you at no cost already on the podcast, I can't wait to start receiving receiving the paid information I know is going to change my life forever when I sign up for your coaching. May God bless and continue to bless you both so that you may continue to inspire the world. From Petrina Ford in Ormond Beach, Florida. Back to you. And I think uh, she kind of encapsulated really our true motivation for doing this radio show. Guys, look, we live and breathe by the exact things that we tell you. It, I had a great coaching call with one of the top agents in L.A. If you guys are on the West Coast, you know who this guy is. He makes a ton of money, works with a lot of celebrities. Every week I start my call with him, and he says, you know, I, I asked for an update, and he said, well, we sold a house to, you know, a, this celebrity and that celebrity, and, and I don't know celebrities, so I'll just fire up the Google machine and see who it is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he, but he didn't care. I mean, he's basically focused on he doesn't like, he doesn't like half the stuff he has to do 90% of the time, and that's normal. You still got to do it. We had, you know, Julie and I were on Dottie Herman's radio show, and she was very, very nice to us, very respectful, and we were, you know, thrilled to be on her show. And she called us the number one real estate coaches in the nation, most sought-after coaches. I mean, just a lot of nice things like that. But it was fascinating to me. Dottie is, whether you guys know it or not, according to Forbes, like the richest woman in real estate, like actively in real estate. She has a net worth of close to $400 million. And, uh, you know, we were on her show, and her show is not necessarily geared towards real estate agents. It's just basically broadcast live all over New York City and Long Island and all the rest of it. 
So our conversation is more generalized. So we are answering questions just, you know, in, in a, such a way that any entrepreneur can get the benefit of it. And when we got on the topic of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, we talked about that. She has two co-hosts. We started actually having a nice little debate about it because she was telling me because she didn't understand that basically her success is because that she has gotten used to, doesn't have to think about it. It's become or intuitive, easy for her because it's a habit of doing what she didn't want to do when she didn't want to do it at the highest level. And so to make my point, and this, is, uh, this was actually two Saturdays ago, I asked, like, they have to, for their radio show, we were on at 10 a.m. Central Time, which means that they had to be probably at the radio station at 6 a.m., if not earlier, on the East Coast, because their show's like three or four hours. And we're the, we were on the last segment. And so it was funny. I knew that they had just a horrible snowstorm. The weather was awful. I could tell she was sick. I mean, you could hear it in her voice. Had pneumonia. And, and so we were, having this, we were having this conversation. She was talking about the fact that, well, passion drives us and the kind of traditional ways that people say things. And I'm not debating that passion comes into it, but you don't have to be passionate to, to be successful. As a matter of fact, having passion for what you do will oftentimes work against you if your goal is to run a profitable role estate business because passion is an emotion that's fleeting so remember that guys so we had this conversation i asked dotty i said so dotty um the weather in new york city this morning was horrible the temperature was horrible you guys had to get up at, before dawn's crack and you sound like you're sick and i said you're still doing it you sound fantastic and you have all the energy and enthusiasm and then she understood i think what we were trying to convey right that it's not about doing only the things that you want to do when you feel like doing them, which is the fault that most people make in life. And then they see people like Dottie with her $400 million net worth, and they see other successful people, and they say, oh, those people have an unfair advantage, or they had some connections and hookups and relationships and all these other things that I didn't. I promise you guys, 99.9% .9 of all the people that you admire who are successful at any aspect of life – it's because they have the discipline to do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level. That is the hardest thing for anyone to actually accept and do. But once you do, once you get it, then it actually becomes easy because you get in the habit of doing it. You know, and prospecting is a big thing in real estate. People hate it. I get it. I didn't like doing it either. Believe me, when Julie and I sold real estate, Julie, did you like calling FISBOs and expires when no. we sold real estate? <laughs> It's Hello. funny you should mention that. Um, I had somebody this morning I talked to that said she was attempting to use this as an excuse. Well, you oh, and Tim were just call. real estate rock stars right from the beginning. And I said, no, hang on a second. You don't know us that well. I said, at some point, you know, our desire to move forward in life was a lot stronger than our skill level back then. And I was joking with her, you know, when we first started prospecting for sale by owners, you remember you used to go to the door and tell them that the sign was illegal and that they had to remove it As and replace joke? it with your sign? As a joke, yeah. right? That was like our only script, okay? And still, <laughs> we earned while we learned. It's okay if your desire and your motivation outpaces your skill level for a little bit. You'll backfill that with our scripts, with our coaching, the treasure map, and all the rest. What's not okay is to use it as an excuse that, right. well, you weren't a natural-born salesperson, so you're just going to have to study your butt off for the next 10 years before you actually take action, if you take it at all before you know time runs out and you lose your license because you couldn't pay your fees, right? Well, it's, a procrastinator's, guide. it's a procrastinator's guide to failure, basically, to getting ready to get yeah. started, you know? That's what it is. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, that's the, and so if that – guys, just please, just write it down. If you don't get it, if you reject it, if you absolutely positively hate it, it doesn't matter. Just write it down. Long-term, ever-increasing success comes from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. 
you know this is true intuitively. It's just like, duh, right? You all know it's true. Uh, I, I just had, for some reason, I thought I'd share this. There was a killer interview with Michael Phelps. He was very humble. He was with his coach. He was on stage. It just it didn't seem like he was being interviewed by maybe two or three reporters, but it was very, you know, informal and it was fun. And they were asking questions. Oh, you must love swimming. (laughs) You must love getting up at three thirty in the morning and going to the pool. You must love, love, love it. And he's like, "Are you kidding me? It sucks. I hate doing it." This isn't something I look forward to, but I know I have to do it. And what happens when I'm in the action of actually doing it, then I actually start feeling a little bit more like I want to do it. But there are days when I'm just forcing myself to do it. That's Michael Phelps. He's the probably history's most successful Olympic athlete. There might not ever be somebody who wins more gold medals than him ever, all the way back to the Athenians when they created the damn thing. Okay, So think, that, think about that, guys. So when you study success, when you study anybody who's successful at anything, it always comes down to that core belief. They don't verbalize it like we do because Julie and I have studied it. We've encapsulated it into that little, you know, little saying, which we've trademarked. So don't try to steal it and say you thought of it. You didn't. We did. <laughs> but you can use it, internalize it, never forget it, and then practice it. And when you do, your life will change. That's from all the emails I've been getting, the coaching calls I've been getting, the conversations I've been having with our coaches, even the conversations I've been having with, you know, just people that are contractors for us, that is the core big takeaway message. And it's hard to be motivated this time of year for a whole bunch of reasons. Emotionally, you might feel overwhelmed because it's a new year. Financially, you might feel like things aren't going in your direction yet because it's a new year. You, maybe you don't like how the election worked out and Trump's going to be president this Friday, so that's freaking you out. Who knows? You have all these things in your head. And you're like looking for procrastination. Here, I'm going to scare you a little bit. The, the first month is already halfway through. Uh, you are now working for what's going to pay you, not in February, not in March, probably April, probably May. If you do not have momentum right now, if you do not have listing momentum right now, I promise you you're going to have a really crappy spring and summer. And if you have a really crappy spring and summer, you're going to have a crappy entire year. That's the truth. So if you are not taking massive action, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, um, you, are, you just might as well basically just go get a job. That's me being completely honest with you guys. If you don't know what to do, we've made it super easy for you. Just fill out the real estate treasure map. We walk you through what actions to take. One of the other books that we give you, I'm getting barked at by our producer right now telling me to tell you guys this, is your 12-month lead generation plan. So that's part of the, the, one of the books we give you. So we've already done the heavy lifting for you. You just have to apply yourself. But to Julie's point, stop waiting. All right. I think our, our soapbox is over. I think I've cleared the deck, said things as clearly as I possibly could. Now we can get to our content unless you have anything else to contribute to this yes. particular thing we can change. Good. Well, it's all related, right? It all gets back to taking action. Good. And, you know, I, I think a lot of them claim that they don't know what to do. It's not that they don't know what to do. They just don't feel like doing it sometimes. And that's where that's coaching comes in. That's right. <laughs> not it, though? That's it. They're not I mean, how can you, Guys, if you're listening to us right now, uh, we have to get off this topic because we have to get back to our show. But if you guys are listening to this right now and you've listened to us two, three, four, five times, and we know who you are, 
and we track whoever's you know listening that many times. We appreciate it. You know what to friggin' do. We've told you enough times. If you're a new listener, go back and listen to all the past radio shows. If you don't know who we are, if we're just completely who's Tim and Julie, go back and listen to past radio shows. You will know us. You'll know our coaching program. You'll know what we stand for when you listen to those past podcasts. Uh, TimAndJulieHarris.com is where they all live. Just go back there, and I think there's – I don't even know how many. It's over a 1,000 shows that are sitting there that you can go back and listen to. Practical, how to make money now. You know, how – don't worry about your mindset. Don't tell me you need a better mindset. My mindset, I, whatever, whatever. Your mindset will change when you're in action. Your mindset does not come first. Your mindset is not the thing that is holding you back from taking action. Your mindset will change as you're in action. Remember that. So, Julie, let's go back to our topic. Yes, and actually a good segue since we're talking about accountability here. Point number six, and again, just to remind everybody, we're talking about partnerships in real estate, whether that's husband and wife, mother and son, uh, partner and partner, salesperson and salesperson, doesn't matter. It's working with other people as a team. So point number six is, I'm sorry, point number five, set up your whiteboards as prescribed based on your goals. Now, we have a whole section on this in Premier Coaching. Whiteboards are all about visual accountability. They're set up a very specific way. They work so well, it's almost creepy. So don't avoid it. When you're avoiding that, you're avoiding the accountability. Whiteboards in your office, oh, I know, you can spreadsheet everything. You can put it in top producer, but that's out of sight, out of mind. Easy for you to not know what to do next. Set up your whiteboard board so that you walk into your office and it tells you exactly what to do. Works really super fantastic. And coaching clients, you know this to be true. Keeps you very much on track. Point number six. Create your ideal day schedule based on your goals. We call your schedule your ideal day. Now, it said based on your goals. How many of you guys, your schedule is based on your email, your schedule is based on your voicemail, your schedule is based on some agent barking at you about your last deal? It's based on putting fires out versus what your actual goals are. I have people tell me, ask me all the time, Tim, I'm a maybe part-time or I only have a certain amount of hours to devote to real estate. What should I be doing? Lead generation, lead generation, lead follow-up. You know, that's it. And how many of you guys avoid that and you'll do anything not to pick up the phone, not to follow up on stuff that sometimes you've already created? So create your ideal day, things that should not be ignored in an ideal day. Let's stick to the basics. Lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, closing. If that's not in your schedule on a regular basis, I don't know how it is you're claiming that you are, quote, in real estate. Is that too tough, Tim? Well, I mean, doesn't life go always go down to three to five things, three to five daily standards? And, and when you're a salesperson, oh, God, I just called you salespeople. You are. If you're not successful in real estate, it's probably because you're denying – yeah, edit, right? It's probably because you're denying the fact that you're a salesperson. The world thinks you're a salesperson. You're not a counselor or a consultant. You're not a, an advisor. You are a salesperson. That's how people see you. So stop fighting it. Probably some of you are having issues with success and moving forward because you're refusing to see yourself as a salesperson because you personally think that's a bad word. Well, here, a little secret for you guys. Not a secret, but, you know. The most successful folks, the rich of the richest, the most in history have all been salespeople. There's no exceptions to the rule. Hold on, Tim. What are you talking about? It, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, his birthday, you know, we celebrated that, right, yesterday. He wasn't a salesperson. The hell he wasn't. He was an incredible salesperson. He sold his ideas. He was, you know, his speeches, his things that he put together. He was selling on a grand scale. All right, Tim, I kind of buy that one. So how about a doctor? As a doctor, I got you on that one. 
A doctor's not a salesperson. Really? A doctor has to talk a patient into procedures. A doctor has to talk someone into coming back for an appointment. That's how they get paid. A doctor has to talk to you and going to see another doctor. A doctor has to sell you a certain, you know, tell you to use a certain type of drug. They're selling constantly. You know who, by the way, told me that originally? Was one of our real estate clients who was a uh, cardiologist. He told me that he saw himself as a salesperson. Interesting, isn't it? So, guys, there's the mindset shift for you. Next point, Julie. All right, exactly. So it's funny how we don't think of all of these things as salespeople, and that can absolutely be getting in the way. So let's get back to point number seven. We're talking about partnerships here. Set up your banking so that you're tracking absolutely everything in your business. Remember, when you're a solo agent, you can get away with more. Not now. You're accountable to more than just yourself. You should do this anyway, even as a solo agent. We recommend QuickBooks for bookkeeping and accounting and Mint.com for your financial dashboard. Remember, 10% off of each check goes to savings and 20% to a tax account just to keep things nice and safe. Hopefully, that 20% will be sliding back towards 15%, but that will keep you safe. Your operations account is separate, and that receives the net profit from each of your transactions. The problem in real estate is – you start believing that when you get a check that all that money is yours, you got to sock away 10%. We're going to do a whole show, probably one of our next shows in the next week or so, about how to actually save money as a real estate professional. So stay tuned for that. It has to do with saving regularly. But again, your operations account should not have that tax money in it. It should not have your savings money in it. And related to that, some of you guys are mixing your, quote, savings with your, quote, tax savings. You're mingling those two things, and that's why you're always behind in your taxes. So that's important to get set up. Make sure you have your dashboard and everybody knows what's going on. Point number Another eight. Another little tip. Another little tip real quick is that QuickBooks is great. Uh, QuickBooks owns a really kick-ass program called Mint.com. Um, you guys should all have Mint.com. Use it. It's a wonderful um, – you can call it an app, whatever, on your phone, on your desktop. You just look at Mint.com, and it keeps uh, on top of all your differing accounts. You can set up alerts. You can basically – it will monitor if you guys up. have – yeah, it's really easy to set up, and it pulls in all the information from all your different accounts directly from the banks, directly from if you have a retirement account, directly, you know, telling you what your stock portfolio is worth if you have one. It doesn't tell you what your – actually, it does have a widget on there. It will give you an idea of what your rental properties are worth. So, yes. yeah, in, uh, consider, consider Mint.com. That way you can actually just drop into Mint anytime you want and actually see what's going on with your money. Um, and you can also – it will also tell you if there's anything unusual going on with your money. It will study your spending habits, and if it sees that you had a spike in one particular area, um, it will say, hey, guess what? You went out to restaurants like 10 times more than you normally do, and maybe you didn't. Maybe someone has your credit card or whatever. Or, like you know, a that financial nanny. Maybe, right. Maybe your partner, <laughs> making this relevant, has a, uh, you know, a going out to lunch at expensive restaurants habit. And now that you're a partner, mm-hmm. you're sharing expenses and you're realizing all your profits going to their expensive salads. Mm-hmm. So things to keep in mind. Next point, Julie. That's it. Okay. Next is point number eight. This is a big one. Decide how you're going to actually market yourselves. Are you a partnership in name and brand or only in accounting and you're marketing yourselves separately? Is it confusing to the public? Is one of you a listing agent and the other one's a buyer's agent? Are you branding yourself as a team? Here's a secret. You also have to find out the legal requirements for what your state allows. If you're using a team name or a name other than what your license says, you might not actually have a choice how you market yourselves. So make that decision so that you don't have to spend and respend branding, rebranding, and correcting all of that stuff. Are you a partnership? Are you a team? Are you two different agents that are just sharing efficiencies? Decide now. 
Make sense, Tim? Yep, it does. And Julie said something really important there. This guy, this came out last year uh, in many states. It's illegal now to use certain words uh, with uh, regards to your real estate team. So you've got to be really careful knowing what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, focus on um, – guys, really where we're going with all this is that in most cases you're going to be – well, I don't think there's an exception, to be honest with you. Assuming your goal is profit, you guys are almost always going to be better if you – at your business's maturity, which for some of you is now, some of you it's going to be you know, years from now, where you don't have a big staff if, uh, and the staff that you do have – is going to be basically geared all around servicing your sellers and helping you take more listings. That's the most profitable real estate practice you can set up. Um, and, you know, as far as partnerships go, how many successful partnerships do you guys know about in the real estate business? And there's a reason why. Because to the uh, point from the last show, this is always going to be the feeling that you're doing more work or less work than the other person. They're very hard to set these partnerships up so that it makes sense. So just go into these types of deals with your eyes open and have, and the, it, you know, this is one of Julie's upcoming points, but I'm going to jump on it a little bit. Have a defined exit plan. Don't walk into a, a partnership of any, even a less formal one, without knowing exactly how you guys are going to split things up in the event that it doesn't work out, and put it in writing, like a business prenuptial, if you will. That way, you know, you don't have to basically take yourself out of the real estate game as you guys are pissing over who gets what commission, who who gets what listing, if it doesn't work out. Next point, Julie. That's it. Okay, number nine, and I had this point on a coaching call this morning as well. In order to have a life other than real estate, you must declare a starting time and a quitting time for your business day, especially as a partnership. This is so critical. It's not normal or admirable to work every waking hour of every day. I know that agents try and make this a badge of honor. Oh, I haven't eaten lunch in three weeks. But it's an indication of weak time management. So use the book, Getting Things Done, for example, by David Allen, A-L-L-E-N, also available on Audible. So quitting time is starting time. I think starting time is a little bit easier for most people, unless you're a chronic sleeper inner. But most people, you're ready to get your day started. Some of you, your kids determine how that's going to go, and it's kind of built-in accountability. The quitting time, I find, especially for couples that work together, is a very difficult thing. I had this conversation with one of our great coaching couples that live in in the Dallas area. And they're actually we think are hopefully expecting a baby pretty soon. That's part of it. They also have a commercial end of things. They've got investors that they work with. They have so many plates spinning and it's starting to consume them. So the question was, why is it important to have a quit in time? Because if you don't, the business will run you. You're not in business for the business to run you. You're in business for you to have a life as a result of your business. And if you don't have a quit in time, you won't have a quit in time. And you'll find yourself exhausted the next day. You know, you're going to stop talking to each other. You're going to be not knowing what's going on in the business, having 3 a.m. real estate night sweats. All that stuff happens if you don't have an actual quit in time. And I think, Tim, so often agents do make it a badge of honor that they work every waking hour. And they think that that's how it's supposed to be. But it really is weak time management, don't you think? Well, you just said that you hit the nail on the head. The business is there. This is an interesting, profound shift in the way. You guys remember that NARA commercial from a few few years ago where it says, you know, real estate is our life, and basically it painted, you know, real estate people as essentially having no life out of real estate. There's so many people that saw that as themselves. They related to it. They said, yeah, that's how it is with me. What are you giving up? Does it really make sense? And it does come down to your, like, if you had to catch a flight, this is a mindset thing, right? You have to catch a flight in one day, and you're going to be gone for one week. Watch how you get a week's worth of work done in that one day. 
you can compact most of the things that you consider work down just a few hours. And the other thing you'll be very efficient at is deciding what isn't even worth your time to do in the first place. So I strongly encourage you guys to have the mindset that the business is there to serve your life. You're not there to it, your business is not your life sentence, right? You get it? So your business is there to make you rich and to support your lifestyle. It's not to be like a life sentence for a crime you didn't commit. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it does feel that way, and we understand that. That's why we're recommending that you have a quit in time. Get your marbles back in your head. Shall we go on, or should we save these last three points for no, tomorrow? No, no, we can do it. The three points. Let's, just, okay. let's go through them relatively quick. We'll go yep. quickly. Okay, point number 10, commit to running a lean, profitable machine, which is fluff-free. Remember that your product is profit, and profit is the result of your professional work for your clients and prospects. In order to make the profit you desire, you must simply find enough people to help. Some of you guys get into partnerships, and then you talk yourselves that you must have to spend more. You must have to go buy more leads. No, commit to running a lean, profitable machine. That's why one of the Books. previous points had to do with tracking your money. Go ahead. And book suggestion is profits aren't everything. They're the only thing. Profits aren't everything. They're the only thing. It uh, coincides with that point perfectly. Point number 11, the days of winging it are over. Understand you're, a business, uh, you're running a business, and every day you're either self-employed or you're self-unemployed. And that actually ties all these points, guys, if you notice, they all go hand in hand. So if you don't know what your three to five core activities, your daily minimum standards are, and if you're not getting those done, even when you don't feel like doing them at the highest level, you're starting to see a theme, aren't you? Um, then you're not going to be successful. Guys, that's really the bottom line. So identify what those things are. And Julie told you what they are, but a quick review. Lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Those five activities in real estate are truly the only five activities you get paid you get paid for doing. And if I were to ask you, and you were to be honest, <laughs> what would be the th – I'm only laughing because I ask this question all the time of new coaching clients, and they try to – they don't realize that they, you know, basically are wasting so much time. So I ask them, on those five activities, how much time are they spending per week? And they'll say, oh, man, 40 hours. I said, really? Give me an example. No, okay, maybe not 40, 20. And then we have, you know, conversation lasts like five, seven minutes. And then by the time we're done, they realize that they work maybe if they're, uh, you know, having a good day, they're working maybe a half hour at actually dollar productive things in their business. And the rest of the time, they're just screwing around. And when they realize that, when they set their egos aside, when they realize liking posts and they realize that all this other stuff they're doing is absolutely positively wasting time, then their world changes. And point number 10, or, uh, yeah, point number 12. 12, Julie, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Do hire a coach. It's especially important for couples and partners to have what I like to call an interested, a very interested third party to steer the ship. This keeps partners and couples out of conflict because all they have to do is what their coach coaches them to do versus the conflict that can arise from telling their coach, other, telling each other what to do. You know, it's so funny when I hear – coaching uh, clients that are couples try and role play with each other. It never works because they each have mm -hmm. to be right or wrong and they, they're telling each other what to do and they just, it's not healthy. So hire a coach so that you've got somebody that's got both of your backs in mind and it removes that whole back and forth business that you guys like to do to each other. Business is stressful enough without you guys not being on each other's side. So hire somebody that's keeping watch for you and helps shorten that learning curve. There's so many things as a coach that we do that helps save you time and money and effort and stress, right? So hire a coach. That's what we're here for. It's what we do. That's right. Yep. Guys, so listen, anytime we can ever help you in any way, you know what to do. Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. 
sincere thanks, guys, and I'm sorry I don't say it often enough for making this the number one listen to real estate, you know, for for real estate agents podcast in the nation. And that's because you guys, so many of you are regular listeners, and a lot of you do a great job of sharing the information and retweeting and posting and all the rest of it. We really sincerely appreciate it. Um, Our mission is very clear. We want you guys to build profitable real estate businesses so that you can create the life of your dreams. Very simple, isn't it? But the pill that you have to swallow sometimes doesn't taste so good going down. Julie, what's that song that Zoe sings? A spoonful. Uh oh, I'm going to sing. Julie, what's that song? Sugar helps the medicine go down. Yeah. That's well, right. Right. That's true. It works in real estate too. Sometimes the medicine's a little bitter, and so we try to give you guys a little sugar, try to make you laugh, tell you some stories, kind of ease the medicine as it goes down. But the reality of it is, is you still have to do it. If you're really sincere about accomplishing your goals, hey, if you're going to be like most people and look for shortcuts, look for easy buttons, look for the latest, greatest idea, if you're going to be one of these people that is always looking for motivation, you're trying to find out your why. Hey, guys, the big why is a big lie. If you're one of these people that only can believe you can be successful once you find your passion, all these types of things, you will never reach your fullest potential. You just won't. That is just a fact. Sorry, but it's true. So, guys, there it is. Now, you want a little sugar? How about this? <laughs> We're going to have a great radio show tomorrow. And the next day, we're going to keep all of you guys motivated. We're going to help you stay focused. We're going to do everything in our power um, that's made our podcast where it is, which made our coaching business where it is, which has helped us to help so many of you guys become so successful. We're going to continue to provide this information so we have your backs. We're going to walk this journey with you. If you felt like you're alone in real estate, which so many of you do, you're no longer alone. Reach out for anything at any time. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.